The STAND Student Podcast is brought to you by STAND, a SUIS educational development initiative supported by Irish Aid. Learn more about the work that STAND does with young people across Ireland at stand.ie. Hello and welcome to the STAND Student Podcast. My name is Anya and I study history and political science and every month we will discuss topics around student life in Ireland. Feel free to send us your comments on Instagram at stand.ie or Twitter at stand underscore IE. In November last year, the Gender Recognition Act 2015 went through a review which left some groups out, meaning certain groups won't be able to have their preferred gender recognized by law. It's of course a political manner uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this will develop now with the new government uh, if we ever get one in place. Um, but for now, we're going to discuss what it means for trans people currently and what to expect going forward. For this, we'll be talking to Ollie Bell from Trans Pride. So, uh, thanks for coming in today, Ollie. No problem. Um, just to get started, can you tell us a little bit about how Trans Pride got started and just the background a little bit to the organization? Yeah, so um, Trans Pride started in 2018, so it was just after the repeal referendum where we won, like, uh, where we won repeal. Um, and it was basically, I was just talking to one of my friends and they had just gone up to Belfast to see, to go to uh, the Belf- Trans Pride uh, in Belfast. And I had heard of like Trans Pride Brighton and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh God, I really wish we had a Pride, like a Trans Pride down here. And they looked like they turned around and was like, well, why don't we organize one? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I didn't realize we could do that. And <laughs> um, yeah, so like Trans Pride um, is. Uh, or trans and intersex pride is what we're called now uh, is basically a grassroots radical protest pride where we sort of bring the the issues of trans and intersex rights to the forefront and not wanting to be overshadowed bit by uh, big companies and corporations so like what are exactly like the kind of main ways in which you do that is it kind of like demonstrations events? yeah yeah it's yeah. it's doing protests uh so we've organized like the two trans prides um like in 2018 2019 we'll be organizing this one this year uh hopefully the information will be out soon and then we've also organized um two trans day of remembrance protests uh the uh one in 2018 one in 2019 and then we've also organized a gender recognition for all demonstration uh in january um of this year sort of highlighting the fact that the Gender Recognition Act review that came out in November didn't really give us the sort of change that we we wanted and that we needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's actually, yeah, perfect perfect (laughs) segue into my next question. So, um, right, your group has been pretty vocal with regards to the Gender Recognition Act of 2015. Um, What exactly does that state? Yeah, so the Gender Recognition Act um, came after marriage equality in 2015 and basically what it is is that uh, a trans person over the age of 18 can 
sort of change their gender marker on their birth cert from an uh, to an F or an N uh, based on like what is known as like self-determination. So in some countries, like you have to be like you have to be on hormone therapy for a number of years or you have to live a number of years as your preferred gender with regards to like changing it in Ireland you don't have to do that you have you just sort of like fill out a form um like that you get on the internet and you sort of go through that sort of process so it's a lot like at the time it was very progressive uh but like that it didn't include uh for for 16 to 18 year olds the process was a lot harder and mm-hmm. um, and then for un- like there was no recognition for under 16s and like that you had to change it to either an m or an f there was no sort of option for non-binary people right yeah um so this review in 2019 um yeah. that you mentioned the group's kind of you know yeah. protested against yeah um what kind of changed yeah, so the review that came out in 2019, basically the biggest change that they're, they're putting forward is a, making it easier for 16 to 18 year olds to get a gender, like their gender marker changed, um, which is good. We want, like, that's something that we wanted, uh, I think, and... Um, for 16 to 18 year olds, you only have to get your parental consent, your, like parental consent, which is better than the system that it was uh, before. But the main two areas, uh, groups of people that were left out uh, in 2015 aren't being included. So they're not going to include under 16s or they're not going to include um, non-binary recognition. And why do you think they haven't been included in this in this review? I mean, this the the political establishment has shown time and time again that they don't actually care about the rights of trans people, you know. They're presiding over a healthcare system that treats us like we're mentally ill, that's underfunded and understaffed. Um, and also I think that in regards to the debate that's happening over in the UK with the their gender recognition review is that the media is drumming up a lot of fear mongering around the like sort of trans children and that sort of thing and I feel like they don't want to have to deal with that Mm -hmm. that sort of like backlash or the sort of um kind of uh like false information that's that goes around with that so I think that they're they're trying to like save themselves from that sort of thing and it's also like a has to do with transphobia within the system and society in itself yeah Mm -hmm. um so like what steps do you think in particular need to be taken in order to change that both kind of the political side and more just society in general yeah I think uh, so trans and intersex pride see ourselves as people like we see change happening through mass movements mm-hmm. uh, like uh, like marriage equality repeal was one because there was pressure put on the political establishment through me- mo- mass movements and that's exactly mm-hmm. what we need to affect change uh, for the gender recognition act to include 
everyone um, and especially in regards to like how society can sort of affect change it's that basically people like individuals uh, can sort of like educate other people sort of like whenever someone sees like an article that fall like spreads false information about trans people it's up to to people to actually educate those who don't know really like a lot about trans issues and trying to spread like the facts that that the sort of people don't really know yeah, mm-hmm. kind of trying to just sort of, like, sort of edu- educate yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah. rid of that almost There's fear, fear. issue yeah. of the backlash. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, thank you so much yeah. for coming in today. No problem. Uh, this is a really great, great conversation. No problem. Um, yes, thank you so much. All right, thank you for having me. Well, now we've seen the massive impact of the youth vote, hopefully we will soon be seeing more progressive action going forward and maybe even another review of the Gender Recognition Act of 2015, hopefully one that aims to include all the groups that were left out of the review in 2019. That concludes our episode for this week. Thanks so much to Ollie for taking the time to give us a good perspective into this issue. It's definitely something that we all need to discuss and talk about to keep raising awareness. That's all from us here in the studio today. Join us again next month for another episode of the Stan Student Podcast.